Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. My friends, let's think about this for a second. Been in business 30 years, been on the radio 25 of that 30, and during this period of time that we've been doing this, and we're out here communicating what we do, trying to get people to come in and listen to our message and then take action on it. We've been making the promise when we first started that you could retire in seven years or less. Now, I did it in two and a half years. The reason I came up with the seven and a half years is I sat down like any analytical type B personality and I put it on a spreadsheet and I said, okay, let's take the person that's at the bottom of the rung and they buy one house. They buy one rent house and that rent house makes income for such a, a period of time. And we made an assumption on how much a average person could save. And if you were to save that amount of money, uh, you would be able to save up for a house by this period of time. And then once you have that house, you'd have that savings plus the cash flow from the house. And we put that in there and said, okay, how long would it take to buy the second house? And now you have two houses into savings, et cetera, et cetera. And you see a curve. In other words, there is the exponential growth curve that you go through. And so you start out with one house making $400 a month or five, four, $500 a month. And then you go to the second one making, you know, four or 500 more. So now you've got anywhere from 800 to a thousand dollars a month. And you add that to the $500 a month you're trying to save. So if you were saving 500 a month, now you're saving a thousand a month. And with three, two houses, you're now saving $1,500 a month. And as you can see, the exponentiality of it will take you right on up this hockey stick looking curve that makes you, not makes you, it allows you to become financially free right? So it's that simple. And I came up with seven years. The problem was when I did that, I wasn't understanding 
that I did it in two and a half. I was thinking I did it in two and a half because, uh, let's just think about it, maybe. I was up against a wall. I was irritated. I was aggressive. Maybe I was smarter than the average knife in the drawer, uh, sharper than the average knife in the door. Whatever it was, I never just discounted the fact that, that, you know, you could do it. I really think that what I discounted the most was if you're not starting broke. And so if you're starting broke, the seven-year plan was starting broke with nothing to invest and needing to save up every penny that you invest, right? So I looked at the situation, and about 10 years in, five, 10 years in, I can't remember when it was, uh, we rewrote the manual, and we started calling it retire in five years or less. Because why? Because that's what people were doing. That was the average time it took for people to retire. Now, remember what my definition of retirement is. Retirement is when you replace your earned income with an equivalent amount of passive income. That may or may not indicate that you're leaving your job at that time. You may not want to, but you have the ability to. So we started seeing people retiring in five years or less. And then David Fisher took it upon himself, one of our mentors here and one of our presenters, teachers. He said, well, Dell can do it in two and a half years. I'm going to do it in two and a half years also. So he retired himself into two, two and a half years, something like that. I think he probably tried to make the point that he beat me by a day, a week, a month, or a year. I don't know what it was. But, you know, he was just being aggressive and wanting to prove it could be done. And so he did it. And then after that, he wanted to retire his wife because his wife was a staunch military. She was a captain in the Army and a nurse, and she didn't want to leave her job. Then all of a sudden, when she saw what David was doing, <laughs> having fun and making more money than he made working, all of a sudden, she wanted to quit her job. It's an amazing thing. So now David's out there teaching, and he's teaching to hundreds and hundreds of people a month and telling them that he did it in two and a half years. So people started believing that the number was two and a half years, even though I stated it was five years. David was crunching it down to two and a half years in his stories. Not saying they could, but in his stories he was saying two and a half. And of course, then in his stories, there was my story, which was two and a half years. And so it's like, well, if you're anywhere like us, and what are we? We're just normal guys. I mean, I worked at a health club. He worked in a radio shop, you know, selling cell phones and stuff like that. Nothing special. No degrees, no engineering, no background, no college, no nothing. And we made it. So it got crunched down and crunched down to where now people come in. They hear five, but they really believe two and a half to three. And I think, to be honest with you, if I look at the numbers from the people that we bring on the radio, at least we're bringing on probably, you know, better stories. But uh, in general, I'd say that it's probably still five, but a good portion of people do it in three. Right. You know, you take an average and an average is going to bring you somewhere to nothing. In other words, one person does it in one day, one person does it in 100 years. You average those. It doesn't mean anything to either one of them. Right. I've never believed averages mean anything. So as we go through this and we're looking at it, the first concept was that you could, within a very short period of time, effectuate a change in your life that was master. It was uh, it was amazing difference to be able to retire. I retired at 34 years of age, by the way, and it really put me in a position where for the next 30 years, which I'm now 64, I've had the ability to sit on the outside and look in and watch this giant microscopic view of people changing their lives and seeing it close up, seeing the people, the individuals, the families, and so on and so forth. 
I'm able to understand the differences of what it takes and what it doesn't take. And so over the years, I have enhanced my, what are we going to call it, my plan. I've altered, I don't want to say altered the plan because the plan's really never altered from where the beginning when I started. In fact, the three rules that are the basics of the plan come out of my experience in life. And so let's start today with the three basics of the plan. Now, as we get into this, I have an article here, 10 Habits of Successful People. And what I'd like to do is overlay the two conversations. This is my typical way of looking at things, how the outside world sees it, how we see it, overlay the two and find out what matches and what doesn't. So that you, being on the outside, can listen to us on the inside and go, there's my belief system, there's their belief system. Which one works for me and which one doesn't is really what you're trying to come up with. So as I started out, I started in the concept of stock market crash. Uh, called Black Monday, I lost a lot of money, which also was my birthday, which was insulting, you know, adding insult to injury. And at that point, I had been working 12 hours a day, six days a week for 12 years. 12 hours a day, six days a week for 12 years. Why? Because I believed I was going to save up enough money to be able to retire by the time I was 30 years old and never work another day in my life. That was just my plan. And it was a completely different plan than everybody else in the world had, but it was my plan. And when I lost a lot of money, because I was saving hard, I'm just think about it, I'm a kid, I'm young, bodybuilder. Uh, at the time, I'd gotten married, but I only stayed married for a month or two because it just didn't work out. You know, my personality, workaholic, bodybuilder, just, you know, there was nothing there for my wife. So I was all alone, and I had nothing to spend my money on so I could save money left and right, left and right, left and right. And uh, saved a lot of money, invested it did all the things everybody said you should do with it, bought all the different things. I mean, I had it all. I had stocks, I had bonds, I had oil wells, I had gas wells, um, I had real estate, I had a little bit of everything. Um, diversified portfolio, did just exactly what they said to do. But on Black Monday, I lost a large chunk of money, so all of a sudden my police system took a kick in the butt. And I told myself, with the conversation, you know, you have those internal conversations, I said, self, I'm never going to let somebody else steal my money from me again. They're never going to take my money. Now, I may lose my money, but if I lose it, it's going to be because I lost it, not because I lent it to somebody else, not because I bought somebody's stock, gave him my money for him to go build a business and become a multimillionaire and then fail and take my money, not to put it in a bond that, that goes belly up or loses all of its value because all of a sudden interest rates drop and the bond's worth nothing. Or interest rates go up and the bond's worth nothing. I'm sorry, it works the other way around. Uh, I'm not going to let somebody just take my money. Just don't intend to do that anymore. So what I did was, is I changed my life's point of view and I gave myself rule number one for all investments. Never lose money. Now I have to tell you, since I put that rule in place... I haven't. And when we come back, we'll talk about why. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about the rules that I created in my life for investing that um, helped me accomplish uh, the accumulation of quite a bit of wealth. And they started out when I first lost a bunch of money in the stock market. And I realized there is no way that working, saving, and picking any kind of positive investments will make you any money if they can take large chunks of it away from you all at one time. And that's what happens in a stock market crash, or that's what happens when you get a piece of real estate foreclosed on you. And so I decided that I was going to create rule number one, which was number one, never lose money. And I also said this to myself, if I am going to lose money, it's going to be for one of two reasons. One, because I made a mistake personally, which I can't blame on anybody else, which means to eliminate those mistakes, I have to have research and make wise decisions, right? And if then I do lose money, then I don't blame the people uh, around me. I don't blame the business. I blame me. And I can live with blaming me. I can't live with knowing that someone took my stuff away from me. Secondly, I said to myself when I lost all that money is, God, I wish I just would have spent it. And I came up with this concept that a certain amount of the money that you earn needs to be consumed. Otherwise, there is nothing in life. In other words, it's not the money. Accumulating money doesn't make you happy, but the quality of lifestyle does. And so I thought it was very interesting to me that it really is a point where you just say, I'm going to buy this and not get all nerved up about it. You know, we're wasting money, we're spending money, we're this, we're that. I'm going to buy this because I want this. And what I found was, when I picked up that attitude and that belief system, my life became much happier. I was able to enjoy the consumption that I would consume. Whereas before that, I didn't enjoy it. I would spend it, and then I would feel bad about spending it. And, you know, many times, and this is a strange thing about people, is that have you ever gone to the store and bought something, by the time you got it home, you go, man, I really wish I hadn't bought that. I bought all kinds of weird clothes. I'd bring them home because they were in style. And I'd put them on and go, this doesn't, I can't wear this. And it's just a waste of money. I've done that many, many, many times, right? But I don't fret it because I won't buy anything anymore unless I realize I don't have to have it. 
and that I don't really need the money that I'm buying it with. Now, that doesn't seem that important to you at the bottom of the pit of the hill, right? But it's really important at every level of the hill that you enjoy life. It's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Is an important point that I make all the time, all right? So how do you not lose money? Well, one thing is you don't give it away. Don't give it away. Who do you give your money to? You give it away in taxes. So I'm in investments that don't allow for taxation. They, that's not the way to say it. They are arranged such that they are tax deferred. As long as you want to continue doing it and deferring it, you can do it and defer it and defer it and defer it. In fact, there's three rules to not paying taxes. Defer, 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 and die. I guess that's four. And so that's the first thing. You don't let the government take it away from you. What else? Well, don't give it to your brother. Don't go into business with your sister. Don't go into business with your mom and dad. Don't go into business with other people that are only going into business with you because they want your money. Right? That just doesn't make any sense. I know you don't understand that because you have that kind of family where they put that curse on you, that hex that says, whatever yours is mine, and if you have it and you don't give it to me, then you're a bad person. But I've seen more people destroyed by their own family members. Lend money to the family member to buy a home to live in, never pay them back. Lend money for cars, pay their bills for them. Give away your money. You have no money. I've talked to people all the time. And they give me the story, the crybaby story. Well, this, my brother had to save him. He was an alcoholic. It was a problem. It's this, that. Then my wife got sick and she died. And, you know, my baby didn't need to go to school and whatever. But just blah, 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 blah. And you go, man, there's no cash control there at all. None. Next level. Just losing it in investments. When you take your money and hand it to somebody blindly, and that's an important point, blindly. When you give your money to the stock market, can you call up, let's say you buy Microsoft stock, can you call Bill Gates and go, Bill, I'd really like to talk to you about where we're going with this, uh, what our, you know, what we're looking like for the fall and what we're looking like for spring of next year. What, what are we doing? Uh, what's our plan? How are we going to increase our income? You're not going to get that call. You're not going to get in there. You probably can't even get in the front door. Security won't even let you in the door of the building. And you could have millions in there. Millions in there, right? So when you give somebody else your money, you have no control. I remember I was walking by on a Christmas day, walking by Wells Fargo, and I had about $5 million in Wells Fargo at the time. And somebody robbed the Wells Fargo bank. And I was out jogging, and I had in sweatpants and a hoodie, so of course I looked like a criminal. And uh, so, they, so they pulled me over. Said the guy said that that you robbed the bank. Well, I didn't rob the bank. I got five million bucks in here, and they didn't believe me, you know. And when they finally looked it up, they go, "Oh my God!" You know, the guy stole like ten thousand dollars. Why would you steal ten thousand? You've got five million in the bank. And finally, they let me go after about an hour and a half of holding me. They finally figured it out. But the point is, it didn't mean they wouldn't take my money if they thought they could get away with it if they thought they could get away with taking me, people are constantly trying to put you down and take away what you have. And so you have to watch it. So when I go into investments, the thing I found about real estate was is that I've never lost money in real estate the way I do it. I don't speculate on real estate. I buy and hold real estate. And buying and holding real estate, you have an asset. And, you know, I have to tell you, I've 
been doing this 30 years, and I owned over 100 houses at one time or another, and I've never lost a house. I've never lost it. They've never run away from home. No one has ever drove up with a truck and put it on the back of the truck and stole it. No one's ever foreclosed on one. You know, nothing. I've had fires, and the insurance covered it. So I've never lost money. Some months I make a lot of money in cash flow. Some months I make less money in cash flow. But there's cash flow, which is rule number two. Never buy into an investment that doesn't have cash flow. What good is an investment without cash flow? I tell people this all the time. Why do you own land? You're paying taxes on dirt and earning no money with it. Why do you own gold? Gold doesn't pay you a distribution. There's no dividends on gold. Why own it? So if you're not going to be a speculator, that's what almost everybody is. What is a speculator? Let's go into this. This is rule number one. Don't lose money. Don't be a speculator. What is a speculator? When you buy something under the assumption that somebody's going to pay you more for it in the future. So, Dell, you're buying real estate. Isn't that what you think? No. I'm thinking I'm buying a piece of real estate that may 10, 15 years from now be worth less. I don't care. As long as it pays me money every single month for until I stop needing the money. I will hold on to it. If it happens to go up in value, I may sell it. If it goes down in value, I definitely won't sell it and lose money because I never lose money. We'll be right back with Del Wong's radio show. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. We're talking about a plan for success that has worked tremendously well for myself and thousands of other people's lifestyles over the last 30 years. And the plan starts with rule number one, which is don't lose money. And as I say before I left, left uh, before we went to break, I'm sorry. Um, I've owned houses and I've owned apartments and I've never lost a house, never lost an apartment. They've never run away. They've never been stolen. They've never been foreclosed on. Um, they're there. They're a solid asset. Yet unlike other assets, which comes into rule number two, solid asset, you have to make money or it's not worth owning it. And so cash flow is important. Why do we put money aside from our daily expenses, income, quality of life purchases? Because we want to have it do something for us. Most people hate saving. The reason they hate it is because saving doesn't do them any good. It creates a number on a piece of paper somewhere, and it may not even be real. The number could disappear tomorrow, and they know it, and that's why it's killing them. Yet when you own a physical asset, and that asset turns around and produces income for you. Month after month after month, you get a check in the mail. That's when you know you've made it. That's when it makes sense. And then you get excited about buying more income. 
right? You'll, I, I can tell you this, 30 years later, you'll never get tired of buying income. You'll just have more money and you'll be buying larger chunks of it. This week alone, I've put out three LOIs. One of them's already accepted, already going into contract. The other two I'm still working on. And one of them is for $9,100 a month of cash flow. The next one is for $33,000 a month in cash flow. And the last one was for $8,200 a month in cash flow. All told, over $50,000 a month in cash flow increase from what I already have. And I did all that in a week. Now, what are you doing? You've got money in the bank. What are you doing? You've got equity sitting in a house that's not paying you anything. Is your house paying you anything? No. That's dead equity. Is the equity in your 401k paying you anything? No. That's dead equity. IRA paying you? No. That's dead equity. Why do you have your money in places that doesn't make you money? And then you look to me and go like, boy, it's not fair that there's rich people. Go, are you out of your mind? The only reason I'm rich is because I, even at the point I am right now, get up and go, God, I got dead equity here. I got money sitting here doing nothing. I got to go rearrange it. Curtis Haynes calls this the family office, which is the new craze across the nation, which is what do you do with your money if you're rich? You keep it invested correctly. You move it when it's losing possible income. I had my money sitting in some savings accounts that were earning me quite a bit of money. And I watched that, that money dwindle from like $44,000 a month down to $11,000 a month. I said, that's it. I'm buying something else. And I'm right now, you know, I'm out there buying stuff again, real estate again. Why? Because I can't live with less than 1% return on my money. It, it's not the way. I, it's immoral to have your money earning nothing. There's actually a parable in the Bible about that, where a father's going to go away and travel the world, and he gives his three sons some money and says, take care of this money. And when he comes back, one son had squandered it, and he set him on his way. Another son had buried it and done nothing with it, and the money had earned him nothing, and he sent him on his way, and the third son had invested it and became rich. And he then gave his son the rest of his wealth. That son inherited everything because he understood what to do with money. If you don't understand what to do with money, you don't deserve to have money. You shouldn't touch money. Money must produce income and not paper income, but cash. You've got to get a monthly payment. And if not monthly, some of our deals, they only pay quarterly. But that's just because when you have a large deal, you don't want to go out there and write 25 or 30 checks every month to your partners. You just wait once a quarter, figure it all up, and send one big check for three three months. But other than that, there's still cash flow. And if you told me I was going to get into one of these passive deals and the guy was only going to pay us once a year, I would tell you, no way. I'm not going to get the deal. The worst I've ever gotten into is a deal where there's a HUD loan, and HUD won't let you pay your partners more than twice a year. Right? But usually most of these things pay out quarterly. But if you own your own real estate, it pays out monthly. And that's what I like. Everything, I, you know, I like it paying monthly. Now, I'm in deals that are paying quarterly. I'm in deals that pay monthly that are passive deals that I'm in, right? That I didn't do the deal. Somebody else did it. And I've got some that are really good, and they pay month after month after month like clockwork. And I have others that pay quarterly, pretty much like clockwork. So... It's out there. You never lose money and you must have cash flow. You never lose money and you must have cash flow.
Now, the last rule is you can't get rich slow. You can't get rich slow. People say that's stupid. It's the other way around. You got it wrong. The statement, the saying is really you can't get rich quick. No. You can't get rich slow. You can get rich quick. I've gotten rich quick. I've seen people get rich quick. But you can't get rich slow. What do I mean by that? You can't save your way to being a multimillionaire. Just can't do it. Think about it. A guy came into me one time and he said, I want to be a millionaire. And I said, fine. How old are you? He said, well, I'm 50. I said, okay, what do you have right now? He goes, I got a quarter of a million dollars, $200,000, something like that. I said, okay. So you've been working since you're 20 and you're 50. That's 30 years and you've accumulated $200,000. Pretty good. Quarter of a million dollars puts you well above the median or average person's amount of savings in life. But there's a thousand, thousand to a million. You only have 250. You need 750,000 more. You spent 30 years accumulating 250,000. How the heck do you believe you, in the small amount of time you have left in your life, going to come up with another $750,000? And the guy goes, well, well, that's why I'm here. I go, well, you have to realize this. Everything you think is true about money is wrong. Period. Because you've proved it. You've proved it wrong. And if you're going to fix it, you're going to have to come up with a new rule in life. What's that? You can't get rich slow. What you're doing isn't going to get you there. If you do more of what you're doing, you're going to have more failure, not more success. You've got to change. And then I went through his financials with him, and he wouldn't let go. He had massive equity and other assets. His home was paid in full. He had a 401K and an IRA. His wife had a 401K. They had millions. And yet he said he wanted to be a millionaire, but he... He had nothing because it was all locked up in other things, earning nothing. I think he even had like a second house somewhere, vacation house. And I said, dude, I can make you a millionaire overnight. If your wife were to divorce you and you went away and I stepped into your place, I could have you being a millionaire within a year. That's how easy it would be. I know I could do it. But because you won't do what I tell you to do, you're never going to get there. Just couldn't see it, right? And that happens with so many people. It did for 30 years. That's, you know, one of the downsides of being a mentor is you've got to learn very quickly that people won't listen to you. In fact, I'd make people in the seminar, when I was given the seminar, I'd make them turn to the back of the book and write the sentence in the back of the book. It goes, I will not do what Dell told me to do. And then when they come back, they go, well, you know, you told me this would work. I go, yeah, it always works. And so it didn't work for me. I said, okay, let's go to the back of the book, read that sentence. Boom. Now let's go backwards through the book and tell me what you didn't do. What of what I told you to do, did you not do? What did I tell you not to do, did you do? And inevitably, (laughs) you know, it's funny. In almost every case, they know exactly what it is they did that they shouldn't have or didn't do that they should have. They know it. They just wouldn't do it. Why? Because the very nature of life. Rule 1437B-7 in life says, I will not believe a thing you say once I've seen you without your clothes on. In other words, once they get to know you, they go, oh, he's he's just a normal human being. He's just an average guy. You know, he's not that smart. I'm not that smart. I am just an average guy. But the reality is I've honed out the best game plan that is around for the last 30 years. Because of all the super smart people around me doing it, 
and me modifying the program with each of their successes and modifying more with each of their failures to where we've honed in what we would call the most distilled amount of real estate training information in the world. Think about it this way. You could either read millions and millions and millions of books and years and years and years of study, or you can come to our course and in two days, we have distilled down 90% of everything you're gonna need to know in just two days. But will you do that? No. Go to the back of the book. I won't do what Dell said to do. Even though I'm listening to his show every single day of my life, hoping someday I'll be rich. We'll be right back with Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Dell Wamsley. So today I've been discussing my plan, which is um, three rules for investing in real estate, uh, three rules for investing, period, in life. Number one is never lose money. Uh, always protect the principal. That's the first and most important thing is you're going to buy things that aren't going to go anywhere. You're not going to lose them. Number two, there's got to be cash flow. If there's no cash flow in it, then why even do it? Uh, changing the amount of cash flow in your life is the most productive thing you can do on this planet. And number three is you can't get rich slow. To follow that one up a little bit more, let's talk about there are types of investments like real estate where you can make massive major capital gains. The apartment industry gives you that ability. Single family houses give you that ability. Single family houses, we can buy them well below what they're worth, fix them up and sell them and make a large chunk of capital gains. Apartments, we can do the same thing. We can buy them and fix them up and make them worth more, but we can also buy them that don't need to be fixed up, but just increase the income and reduce the expenses and create more value that way and pull the money out. Also, it's very important to understand that it's not what you earn, it's what you keep. And in real estate, we have um, what we consider right now the most tax preference income stream out there in the world today. Uh, the most tax preference income stream out there in the world today, or at least in the United States of America. I don't know about the rest of the world. Uh, so having said that, uh, we, we get into the last one, which is you can't get rich slow. Two things I found, maybe more, at least two I can think of right now that are important points here. Number one is that people come to me and they go, look, I want to get started. Say, fine, how much you want to invest? Go, well, I'll give you 10 grand to get started. I go, 10 grand, what good is 10 grand? Uh, I said, how much do you have? And they'll go, well, I have uh, 200,000, but I want to try to just stick my toe in the water. And then I've got another 400,000, my 401k I could get to later if I want, but I'm just going to do 10 grand because I'm just going to stick my toe in the water. The problem with that theory is you're thinking this, that the investment world is linear. And then if I can do $10 worth, I can come back and do $100 worth later, then I can come back and do 1,000 and I can up my risk at the level that I want to. It doesn't work that way. Uh, the bottom line is the stuff you can buy for 10,000 is not the stuff you can buy for 50 or 100,000 and not the stuff you can buy for a million. So you need to look at whatever amount of resources you have and figure out how you can buy the best investment you can buy with what you have. Secondly, um, it doesn't do any good to your system. You take your net income, your net passive income per year, and you look at buying a good investment but a small one, and the net effect to your overall lifestyle and quality is so small it doesn't enthuse you. It doesn't affect your life, right? And so you've got to be careful there that you don't just do something that really means nothing to you because you'll lose interest in it and it won't really make a difference in your life. Um, let's see. 
the other, so the, the bottom line is, is that if you're going to do this thing, you're going to have to commit to how much you're willing to do right up front. I've seen people come in, and I can think of many families that came in within one or two years and placed their assets into deals that allowed them to retire in just two or three years. I mean, not one person, two people. I'm thinking probably have had them on the radio station now uh, for th 20 years, however long we've been on the radio. I keep saying 20, 25. I don't even know. I have to look it up, but it's a long time. And we've been having case studies for 30 years. Every month in every city, we bring people up there, three or four people, and they tell their story. And they show that within X period of time, they've done this, 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 and this, and it got them there. What almost every one of them says when you ask them, if you could do it differently, what would you do? And they'd go, I would have done it faster. Now that I see that it works, now that I feel comfortable that it works, I realize I held myself back, and I could have done it faster. Which means that not only would you be faster, you'd be farther ahead. So I know myself, I held myself back. I, I could be worth, I could be a billionaire today if I would have done what I tell myself, what I tell others to do if I would have been that aggressive for me. But I just got satiated. I got satiated making 50 grand a month. I got satiated making 100 grand a month. I got satiated making 200,000 a month. And I just didn't care, right? It just didn't matter to me to make any more money. I couldn't, I didn't, not that I couldn't spend it, I could waste it, but I don't spend more than that. I have no, not even come close to it. So I'm just saving massive amounts of money. So my net worth just kept growing. And then I had to figure out what to do. So I bought more stuff to keep that money doing something. That stuff created more income, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, I put out three offers this week. In totality, they will bring me 55000 a month more cash flow. 55000 not a year, a month. Not in totality, but more than I already earn. Now, why do I tell you that? Again, like I always say, I don't tell it to you to impress you. I'm impressing upon you that even at this time in my life, I'm looking to grow my income. And there are large chunks of income that can be had in one time, very short periods. Like I said, one of them's a 9,100, one of them's an 8,200, one of them's a 33,000 a month income stream. Obviously, the larger ones cost more than the smaller ones, but, and I've diversified across a couple different kinds, different things, uh, different places, different locations, obviously, is what it is. And, you know, as you look at the situation, you say to yourself, how much is enough? And the answer is, whatever I can buy next. <laughs> there is no answer is how much is enough. Now, there is a how much is enough that you don't need to go out there and struggle and strive you know, you can give up striving. You really can give up striving, but you, what you should never do is give up working your assets to where you're reinvesting them to keep them producing income. It's the right thing to do when you start. It's the right thing to do in the middle. It's the right thing to do at the end. Always keep your investments producing income. Then if you leave, just leave it to your family. Leave it to whoever you want. Give it to charity. Do whatever you want to do with it. But the bottom line is, if it isn't earning money, it's blasphemous. It really is. The Bible tells you it's blasphemy. They tell it to you in a parable. It's in the Bible. You can't let money just sit. Otherwise, it's blasphemy. You're, you're wasting God's resources. <laughs> You're wasting your and your family's resources. And you're limiting the most important thing. 
Not the money. Nah, it's great to have more money. But what you're living is way more important. You're limiting your family quality of lifestyle. And that, my friends, is what is important. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow. to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.